Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm grateful that you are here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. And you're not. In this journey of life, we are constantly walking the journey with others. And even though we might be doing something or going through something and feel like no one has ever done this, I'm all alone. That is not true. There are others who have gone through exactly what you have or something similar, or they know those feelings and emotions. And this podcast is just to share those stories, to really have you know that what you're going through, others have tricked it and you can make it through. And here we are together. And I imagine that you are here sitting across the table from me in my little podcast studio. And it warms my heart. It really, truly does knowing that you are on the other end of this microphone. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. This week, I want to dive into the topic of self-care. And I know when I say those words, you might have instantly cringed and think, all right, let's turn this off. No need to listen to this. But I invite you to pause. And take a moment, because self-care, just hearing those words, you might think it is something that is big and massive. You know, does it have to be a big trip I have to take in order to take care of myself? Do I have to go to the spa? Do I have to get my nails done? What is it? And my goodness, it could be that, but it could absolutely not be anything near that. When I was pregnant with Emma, Gosh, I'm lucky because I had a really smooth pregnancy. I didn't have many complications. I felt great during my pregnancy. I was nauseous in the beginning, but then that went away and I really felt really good. Another thing that truly surprised me was that I fell in love with my body during my pregnancy. As I was growing and Emma was growing, I really, rather than you know, I mean, now and even before, I look at my imperfections. I look at those flaws. I look at that extra little, you know, fat around my belly and I criticize it. But in that time, during those nine months, I was fully embracing the growth. And I was there for it. And I realized that everything that I was doing was really to give nutrients to this growing baby inside me. And for that baby to grow, I needed to grow and expand. And before her, and even now, you know, when Dustin comes around and he hugs me and he touches my belly, I cringe and I think, oh, it's so soft. It's not the way I want it to feel. And I instantly become self-conscious. He is not thinking any of those thoughts. It's really just only inside my head. And I want to go back. I want to go back to that time when I was pregnant, not being pregnant, but to that ability in my mind to really sink deep into that love for this body, for what it looks like, for what it is, and for as it is in this moment. And yes, there's always things in life that we want to constantly improve and grow upon and change. And that's great. Because we need to do that. We can't just be stagnant in who we are forever and ever, right? How boring life would be. But it doesn't mean that I can't enjoy where I am in this moment. And I can't 
be truly present with what this body looks like as it is today. And that really digs into that self-care and self-nurturing. Maybe that's the better way to put it, self-nurturing. Because that doesn't sound as harsh. I don't know why self-care sounds harsh to me. But when I was pregnant with Emma, I would get out of the shower every day and would lotion my body all the way from my toes right up to my face, every inch of me. And I took the time to do it and it felt nurturing and caring. And my skin looked great because I was hydrating it, you know, and it didn't take a lot of time. It was a very small act, but I noticed while I was doing it, I was pausing. I was I wasn't thinking about my to-do list or criticizing myself or coming up with any negative self-talk. I was really taking a moment to be right where I was. And I was giving love and care and attention to myself. And that is an incredible, incredible gift. And again, it took less than five minutes. It probably took two minutes to do. And my body and my mind, everything felt great after it. And I remember thinking when I was pregnant, oh, this is so nice. This is so wonderful. This doesn't take a lot of time. I love this. I want to continue this even after the baby is here. And I should be able to because it is so simple and easy to do. But like anything in life, we easily fall out of our routines. Emma came. Things were different. You know, my showers looked very different. You're kind of running in and trying to getting it done before you have to go back and do something else. And I definitely fell out of it. And now here we are over a year later and I don't do it. <laughs> I don't. But I started doing something else. And it's interesting because sometimes we just need something to nurture ourselves. It doesn't always have to look the same. So now at night when I go up and I give him a bath, I'm loving this time because I can be at the end of the day tired, right? I worked all day. I'm coming home. We're cooking dinner, cleaning, getting everything ready. And your body's done. My mind is done. I have gone through a whole entire day. I'm ready for rest. And there are days you're like, oh, do I really have to give her a bath? <laughs> and I can tell you some days I don't. But on those days, where I am tired, and there I am filling up the bathtub, and she is overfilled with joy. She cannot wait to get into that tub. And she is standing on the edge and tossing her toys in and having the time of her life before she is even in there. And I feel that joy. I see that joy. That joy seeps into me. And even though I still might be feeling really tired, I'm watching this. I'm taking it all in. And my mood is shifting and it's changing and I'm becoming a part of her delight. And I love that. And now we have the bath and after the bath, I get her dressed at the bathroom and she's ready. And I decided instead of running out and leaving the bathroom right after she is done, that I'm going to do something for me. Because we've taken this time right together. Here we are. She's nice and clean. And so I put on Miss Rachel. She loves it. She'll sit there. She's learning from her, which is absolutely, truly amazing. And I wash my face. I put on some lotion. I put on some under eye cream. Again, takes two minutes. But then I walk out of the bathroom 
feeling completely refreshed, feeling a little bit renewed myself. And it's amazing how just doing something for you, it doesn't have to be huge, it doesn't have to be massive, it's washing my face and putting on lotion. That I feel this sense of love and compassion towards myself. And how important it is to feel that. And for us to give it to ourselves because we can't expect others to do it for us, right? We may want others to, but we need to be the ones showing up for ourselves, putting in the work, really being there and being present. And yeah, I could feel all this guilt. Oh, I'm putting her in front of a screen while I do this. But no, she's loving it. She's having the time of her life. And I'm filling up my own tank, which is so important for me to be able to then be really, truly present and there with her. Because if my tank is not filled, I am not the best version of myself. I won't be the best mom. I won't be the best partner. I won't be the best anything. I'll be cranky. I'll, well, you won't want to be around me, right? I know it. And so I am really loving that I found this tiny little rhythm, this tiny little moment where I can step into a routine and do something just for me. And again, it's not taking a ton of time. And it's also something that I don't feel like I need to put on my to-do list and check it off. Because a lot of times I feel like when it has come to self-care, that is what I have done. I become very rigid with it. and thinking, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need to do this every day. It has to look like this. It has to happen around this time. And if I don't do it, I'm a failure, right? I didn't take care of myself. What's wrong with me? Do I not care about myself? And I go down that rabbit hole. This... It kind of happened naturally. One day, I was like, oh, let me just wash my face while I'm here. And I put her down on the floor. She was perfectly content. And I felt great after. And I was like, wow. I did it the next time and the time after. And it organically became a routine, you know? And maybe sometimes I just don't have the time. Maybe... We're crunched for time because we have come home late and now I just really need to give her a quick bath and get her into bed and that's that. It doesn't mean I'm a failure. It doesn't mean I'm not taking care of myself. It just means that wasn't the moment for it. But this organic happening, that's where the beauty comes. And I think that only really truly comes when we are tuning into ourselves, when we are really listening. What do I need in this moment? And in that moment, on that particular day, I needed to wash my face. And it's a small, tiny act, but it made me feel so good and so amazing. And that tuning in can be hard when we're running from thing to thing, when we are trying to check things off our to-do list. I have on the bottom of my to-do list, which is actually my get-to-do list, But on the bottom of it, I put a habit tracker. And I have three things on there. Movement, drinking water, and pulling my carts. And I put it on there week after week. So many times, it's blank. And I look at it and I feel this dread. Like, oh, I didn't do it. Yet I keep writing it down. Why? Why can I just let go of the tracking of it? Does it really need to be tracked? No. Who am I tracking it for? I'm not going to have a report card at the end of the month that says, oh, did you do it? And how many times? No. Know what the tracking is? 
how am I feeling? At the end of the day, how do I feel? Was there something I could have done differently to make me feel better? Then do that the next day. It's not if I did these three things that now all of a sudden, oh, things are going to be magically wonderful. And habit tracking is great. You know, when you're really trying to form into something. But for me in this moment where I am right now, first of all, it's not working because I write it down and I still don't do it. So what is the point, right? And maybe I need to find a new way. And this way of being present and organically getting into it worked for me. And it worked in this really incredible way where it's not rigid. There's no box to check. There's no guilt to feel if it didn't happen. But there is this wholesome feeling of being nurtured and loved when I do it. And I think that is really what is truly important. That self-nurturing, taking care of ourselves in the way we take care of others. I mean, I just look at the way that I take care of Emma, how I make sure that she is fed, that she has something comfortable to wear, that she is happy, that we're out there and we're doing things and engaging her. But how often am I doing any of those things for myself? Days... I don't say days, the day can pass and I realize, oh my goodness, I barely ate anything. No wonder I'm so cranky, right? But when it comes to Emma, no, I know three times a day, make sure she gets a solid meal. I need to do that for myself. I'm so excited to get her new clothes for the fall. And I was just going through my closet and I was realizing I did a great purge before I was pregnant, while I was pregnant. I don't remember when. It was While I was pregnant, I think, I did this huge purge thinking, after pregnancy, my body is not going to be the same. So why am I holding on to all of this stuff that I've never even worn for the longest of time? Get rid of it. Let go of it. Some stuff is even clothes that was coming back up in those memories that pop up. It was like, oh, 10 years ago. And now look at that. (laughs) The same sweater I'm wearing today. Oh, great. (laughs) Time to let it go. And I purged a lot. And I really haven't purchased much because it was hard. My body is not the same size and I want to lose some weight. So do I hold on to things? And so much drama around that in my own mind, right? But as I'm going through my closet again, I'm realizing, oh my goodness, I am pulling out jeans after jeans after jeans. And I was literally just putting things in my cart of jeans online thinking I need to get new jeans. I was like, wait a minute. Look at how many pairs I have. Why do I have so many? Before I purchase anything, let's try on every single one of these and see, do I want them or is it time to toss them and really see what is it that I need? Because it can be so easy to just keep pulling things and thinking this is what we need, this is what we need, but we might already have what we need already. We're just not paying attention to it. And I think that happens a lot to me where I think I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. I already had it. Oh my goodness, this happens with Dustin all the time too. We'll go to his favorite store, the Home Depot, and he needs something to complete a particular project. And we purchase it. And we come home like, um, is this what you just bought? Because it's right here in your toolbox. Like, oh, we don't even realize what we have. And so really, really getting focused, paying attention. Tuning in, 
that is, that's it. That's all the self-nurturing. It's not a huge, I have to take a big vacation. I need to go to the spa. I need to do X, Y, and Z with my girlfriends. No. Those things are amazing and lovely. And if you can do them, please do them because they will absolutely fill you up. But even just slowing down, nurturing yourself, taking time to notice what is around you. What do you need? What do you need to even pay more attention to that you might not be? That's important. And then tuning in and listening to that. And it might look different each and every, each and every day. One day, you might need to be really productive. Check things off that list. Get things done. You have that motivation. You have that energy. Do it. And the next day, you might just want to zone out. Go for a little walk, sit in the sunshine, listen to the birds. My goodness, do that. But do what is right for you, not what is right for the person sitting next to you. Not what is right for the people that are projecting their expectations on you. Because that's going to happen always and forever and will never change. There will always be people who think you should have done something else. You should be doing something else. Why aren't you doing this, right? There will be that judgment. There will be that unknowing of really truly what you need and them thinking that they know better. They really know what you need and this is what you should do. But do they? No. The one who knows is you. It's deep inside you. It's in your heart. It's in your soul. It's in everything. Be really present with that. Allow yourself that space and time to sink into it. Because that is absolutely, truly the most important, right? So let's have a little fun with this. Let's really take time to tune in and listen. Be present. See what is it that you need. And then do it. You know, don't judge it. Don't say, no, 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 not that, not today. No, do it. Do it for you. Be in your heart, in your soul, in your mind. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love this idea of self-nurturing over self-care. It feels more indulgent. It feels more loving. I don't know why. Again, I don't know why I have this issue with the word self-care. But, I mean, it's needed. It is absolutely, truly needed. And speaking of needed, let's pull a card. Let's see what is it that we need for this week. What do we need to hear? What do we need to know? These cards, I don't know, they're a little bit of magic to them. You might not believe it, but I do. I really think that they know that they're wanting to to open our eyes and our ears to something that we might not be paying attention to, but we should. So take a deep breath in, be here in this moment, know that whether you are walking or driving or whatever it is you are doing, you can take a deep breath in. You can allow that air to fill your lungs. You can be present. Do it. Breathe in deeply. Be in this moment. Feel your lungs expanding. And allow yourself to release that breath slowly, intentionally. Feeling the air deflate from you. 
and then breathe deeply in again. And this week, the card that is for us, for all of us in this community. Ooh, what a fun one, romance and connection. And let's see. Let's see what the book says all about that. And this is from the Angel Guide Oracle Deck from Kyle Gray. And here we go. Angels of romance are swirling around your life at this time, ushering in positive, uplifting, and heartfelt experiences to remind you that love is real. Allowing yourself to be romanced, to receive and experience a true connection is important at this time. It is likely that your heart space is opening up and any barriers or shields that have been in place are falling away. If you find yourself scared or uptight about romance, know that this is not only a sign that you would like to experience it, but also that it is something that your energy system really needs. Your angels are guiding you to begin seeing yourself as loving and deserving of love. Know that you have so much goodness and light to offer others and the world. You are also being encouraged to know that the world wants to see you, to know you, and to understand your heart. All of this is only possible with your permission. Why not give it now? The energy of romance is increasing in your life at this time. If you're already in a relationship, this can mean that you have an opportunity to connect more deeply and share intimacy and love. If your relationship hasn't been the main focus or priority of your heart for a while, your angels are encouraging you to make time for it. If you have a new relationship unfolding, or there's the potential for a new relationship to unfold, angels will help you move forward with it now. Call on divine love from the universe. Invite it to open your heart and be willing to receive interest and love from others. Whatever the reason for this card appearing, this is a time to enjoy and be enjoyed in a loving way. Oh, and just take a moment to allow that to sink in. Because I think often when it comes to love, romance, connection, we might not know where to start with it. We might almost feel a little bit shy about leaning into it. But one thing to remember is the importance of it. We all need that romance. We all need that love. We need the connection. And the way to to receive it is also to give it to really allow yourself to be truly present. And I can even say that for my own relationship, that there are so many times that I'm on autopilot, right? And I'm not digging deep into that romance and that connection. We're doing the things we have to do. We're getting through the day. But we need that moment. We need that time of connection. It's important. It is what absolutely fuels us and keeps us going together, keeps us on that same page, allowing us to support one another in a way because we have that deeper connection that is beyond the everyday menial tasks that we have to do. And I'm grateful that this card appeared because it is something that I need to be reminded of time and time again, step out of that routine of life, you know, and it can look as something as small as holding hands rather than sitting on separate ends of the couch, sit next to each other, cuddle in a little bit, snuggle. Remember, you know, when you 
the relationship was new and that's all you wanted to do? How do we get back to that? How do we start dating each other again? Having that excitement to see each other. I mean, I even think about, you know, when we're just lounging around here, we're not very dressed up. But maybe there is something into putting a bit of intention into that, you know? Allowing it to be that, oh my goodness, he's going to pick me up. What do I wear? And you're wanting to look your best self. And of course, that's not going to be an everyday thing that can be exhausting. You need to just let your hair down sometimes, right? And be in your comfy clothes. But how do you pay a little bit more attention, have a little bit more fun, laugh a little more? Step out of that routine. I think that is the biggest thing is stepping out of the routine of we need to do this and shaking it up a little. And also doing the hand-holding, looking into each other's eyes. Small, tiny things make a huge, huge difference, right? They really do. And I know for certain I can be better with that, with Dustin. And so I'm grateful that this card appeared as a reminder. Reminder to be more present, to lean into that romance, to allow yourself to be romance, but also romance someone else. Give it all you got, right? Absolutely. Oh, I thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this journey. Dustin and I also have our own little podcast, which we started because we were trying to shake things up and stop looking at our screens and start doing a little bit more connecting. So we try to do it weekly. We're getting there. Our podcast is called The Blue Canoe, and you can um, learn, you can listen to it on all your podcasting apps and all that fun stuff. And you can find it on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. And come on by. Give it a little listen. It's very different from this one because it's us two just kind of chatting through life, where we are, what's happening, any other thing we want to bring up on the podcast. And also come follow me on Instagram, jbeltoff. I post all sorts of pictures of Emma, of course, because that's where I am in my life <laughs> in this moment. And thank you. Thank you for being here, for being a part of this journey. I will be back again soon with another episode. But until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. <laughs>